<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. And I see in my head a melody buried deep into my soul. They call us crazy, we cutting the edge, unlocking the future and letting it go. This is a calling that's higher the time we decided our stories are gonna be told. This is where legends are born, we paving the road, a future that favors the poor. Break the rules, break the laws. This is the moment we change it all. Break the rules, break the laws. This is the moment we change it all. Yeah, greatness. Yeah, it feels like greatness. Woo. Greatness, yeah, it feels like greatness. Legendary in the making, reach out and we take it. Not to emerge, we on the verge, and it feels like greatness. Something coming, I can feel it. Deep down in my spirit, revolution, it's a new day. Time to redefine the lyrics. So vivid, I can see it. So loud, I can hear it. So they calling me a madman, but the future belongs to the fearless. I love this song. I feel like I'm not just watching Raw just to get to the intro. This is a banger. I think we have come to a new day in, oh. no pun intended, oh, yeah. in uh, a new day has emerged in the great wrestling theme musics. <laughs> like the actual shows, uh-huh. people forget how good some of the. Do you remember when? Uh, do you remember when it was a Nickelback song? Remember when I Raw do. was a Nickelback song? <laughs> I do. First of all, that tonight. one was a banger too. I do. Yeah, exactly. That was. <laughs> I like that song. I, so I have so that on. Like I, on a separate note, I do have that song on a playlist on my phone somewhere. So. <laughs> Just to throw um, it out every every every. I do know absolutely. Green Day, Green Day had a SmackDown song. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, this is great. This is a uh, Vo Williams in greatness. Even SmackDown song now is pretty good. I know. Are you ready? <laughs> I know. Is it? Is that? Is that? Am I correct in saying that that might be ACDC? Because you think about it now, listening to it. Are you ready for a good time? <laughs> like it sounds. It does sound very. Sounds pretty. It sounds pretty. AC. It does sound very. Um, let's see. This is. I bet you. I, I would venture to say it's an ACDC song. It is a licensed ACDC song. <sighs> let's see. Are you ready? Smackdown theme 2022. Is, you know what? Hold on. Shit. Look at you. Look at you, guy. It's it's out of frame right now, but I'm throwing up a one. Hold on, hold on. 
I'm gonna skip Banger. Ahead. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Are you ready? Holy shit. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, my God. That's ACDC Good right pull. there. Good pull. Yeah, there you go. Hell yeah. That is Are You Ready by ACDC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. Let's do this. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. We have so much to talk about. Uh, well, it's really one, just one main thing we want to talk about today. Um, so, yeah. How you doing, by the way? I'm doing well. Yeah. I am doing well. I'm going to have to work a lot of hours over the next couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, man. You're, you're just... We talked about that already yeah, yeah, between you yeah. and yeah. I. Uh, congratulations to... Uh, to Steven and the gender reveal. Yes. Congrats. Hopefully it's a boy or a girl. Congratulations. Um, Hopefully it's a boy. Oh, wink. Uh, really quickly, uh, I have a very, very sudden story that happened yesterday that kind of t- taken me off guard and I would like to share it with everybody. So uh last night hosted in this uh in the bronx we do this like music bingo which is really cool kind of uh you get like a bingo card on your phone i play a song and then if you have it on your card you mark it off you get a line you get a free drink whatever and this this restaurant that i'm doing at gives like met tickets away uh you know every other line or whatever and then it's like 100 bucks for the full card it's like really like going all out so it was packed yesterday and uh there happened to be two women that were playing that was kind of near near me and I'm hosting it by myself and very attractive women. And they work from a Montefiore hospital. And so at the end of the night, I can, you know, going over, talking to them, talking to everybody else. At the end of the night, I'm breaking down and, uh, break it down. And this girl comes <laughs> over. This insanely cute girl comes over and, uh, it's talking about bingo, whatever. And then she goes, uh, is your name Chris? I'm like, yeah. I swear to Christ, if I if I know where the, if I think I know where this is going, I'm gonna flip out. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna tell you, and then you be honest with your with your uh, with what you thought it was gonna be. So okay. I, go, I go, yeah. I like, is it Chris T? Like, no, it's oh. not. No, it's not Chris T. It's uh, it's Chris. It's Chris Mindell. And then she shows me her phone. It's, is this your TikTok? And it's Chris has a voice, and I'm like, yeah, that's mine. And she goes, yeah, we talked on Tinder about ten years ago. <laughs> And while she's saying this, I, I see there's a ring on her finger. It's a huge rock. And I go, uh, oh, uh, and you're married? She goes, yeah, I'm married. I'm married now to a woman. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, we really, we talked. She's like, yeah, we we talked. Uh, and she, uh, we talked a little bit. And, uh, uh, you know, it was it was very friendly. And we, we were just kind of going back and forth, seeing how, you know, our days were going, blah, blah, blah. And then we kind of just faded off. It's like, oh, I honestly, I to, between you, me, and the wall, I have no idea, and I completely forgot this whole thing, to the point where she then gives me, she shows me her phone again, and it's like, and is this your number? And sure enough, it was the same number. I'm like, wow, you have a memory of an elephant. Holy shit! Like, how did you even? Remember? This is like literally, it's actually 2010. So this is like 12 years ago. It was just very That's- weird. It was just very, very weird. Is that where you thought it was going? <laughs> That's where no, it was going to go? I'll, that, I'll that we talked on this. Tinder and I, I possibly switched over to uh, lesbianism by not responding quickly. And I, I, I was like, I, I shit you not. And she was gorgeous. By the way, that, gorgeous girl. That I'm like, been, I, I screwed that up by what? That would have been so hilarious if that was the catalyst to her switching to that, the. That I denied her. Switching, <laughs> switching sides. 
Yeah, that you denied her. Yeah, that'd be so funny. Now she's a lesbian. I know. I thought you were getting recognized because someone listened to the show. That's what I thought. (laughs) Yes. Are you Chris? I recognize that. I was like, no fucking way, dude. (laughs) I I recognize the voice. No, absolutely not. I had a very, not very similar, but somewhat similar situation. Uh, my best friend. I've known the kid for fucking 20 years. We went to grammar school together. We went to high school together, all that shit. I mm-hmm. was at his house one day, and randomly, I get a phone call from a girl. Now, on iPhones, because I have so many spam callers, I have uh, can't, um, oh, fuck, what is it? Silence unknown callers. Okay. So any unknown caller that I don't have in my phone book, I don't fucking get it. I say I got a missed call. Can't find out about that setting. All right. I'll I'll show yeah. you right after this if you remember sure. me. Uh so randomly I'm at his house and my phone's on the table and I, I see it vibrating and I look and I go, What the fuck? Mm. It was a girl that we had gone to grammar school with that I still had her number because we had hung out a couple times in like high school. Mm. That was also ten years ago. Right. <laughs> so weird so randomly and then i'm going to pick it up and as i go to freaking you know swipe the thing over to pick it up it just hangs up and i'm like huh <laughs> do i am i calling her back yes it's been 10 years and i don't know yes. fuck that Call her back. <laughs> fuck that nah that's a shot in the dark though like it, it can go either really good or really bad like this, this girl. I was like, I, I was kicking myself. Like, really, I didn't, I didn't pursue this. She's dropped dead gorgeous, and it was just so weird that, like, I, I would never. I don't remember what would I. You ate. I don't remember what I ate yesterday. I let alone some girl I talked to on Tinder. Not even like we didn't even see each other in person. Would you have rather you have actually gone through with it, and then she became a lesbian? No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of a win-win no, for you. Like, yes. Oh yeah. yeah, I could have had you. I matched with you. Yeah, good, good for good, good for me. Good for you, Chris. All right. <laughs> Even though I did it, <laughs> so funny. Anyway, uh, we, I digress. So, um, really, I just want to talk about uh, nothing in like it's mainly outside, but some stuff inside with raw and and dynamite by the way i want to uh, give you credit and i'm going to play this even before i tell you what the credit was for um bitch you guessed it you was right go on i want i want you to play another one because mm-hmm. that one was for the acdc song so go bitch, on you guessed it. i'll give it to you i'll give it to you you was right um thank yeah, you good call on uh kenny omega last week huh yeah, I mean, it was set up that way. It was way. really set up. It was. <laughs> There's legitimately no other person it could have been. Yeah, that is true. I, he looked a little, uh, a little choppy, a little, uh, little, little green, a little, little, uh, a little time rusty. out, a little rusty. A little but rusty. Uh, it was good to see him back. It was. It was very I didn't like the shirt either. If I'm being honest, it was. It was kind of like a like a swim shirt. Like if you're you're too big, like like we are, we wear a shirt in the in the pool. Like it seemed like. Nope, I don't. Oh, look at you. Good for you. I'm I'm drastically I'm, I'm drastically larger than you are, and I don't wear a shirt in the pool. Good for you. I refuse to. I feel like it makes me look fatter with a shirt. With the a shirt in the pool. <laughs> I'll just go like even at the beach. Uh, I'll go to the beach with like friends or family even. Right. And I'll go in the water. I'll fucking take. I'll take my shirt off. I'll fucking jump right in that bitch. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck. Such is life. I'll just jump right in that bitch. Um. 
My friends always, my friends always shit on me. They're like, you're still carrying the kids, Joe. <laughs> my like, fuck you, dude. Let me, let me live. Let prick. me live. Damn it. Let me live. So, uh, couple things before we get to the, the crux of what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is what's going on with AEW, and it seems like the honeymoon phase is over. <laughs> Before we go into that, did you hear about your boy? There's other things I want to talk about. Speaking of which, my boy. Yes, go on. Okay. All right. Just as long as that's also on the docket. Uh, I'm going to put that. Sure you know what? Let's, let's talk about that first. So okay. uh, my boy's suspended. Mr. Eddie's uh, suspended. For a uh, shoot fight. For yeah, for for something legit here. Uh, him and Sammy backstage. Sammy Gravara kind of going at it. Uh, they were told... Uh, we, According to Ringside News, they were told Eddie, Eddie was suspended after their backstage issue with uh, Sammy Guevara. Uh, he commented, uh, he said, quote, you know the truth. I wouldn't lie. I was wrong for being unprofessional. That is the blind fact. He did what he did, and the public can judge that, but I know for a fact I was wrong. Uh, Sammy Guevara was not suspended. Uh, the altercation, uh, which led to them missing uh, both Dynamite and Rampage tapings, and possibly the match that they were recorded they they set up basically for their match at all out which was scrapped this week's dynamite mm-hmm. um yeah so there's that <laughs> what uh i love the way AEW does something sometimes according according to Meltzer, he was secretly suspended <laughs> secret double probation now <sighs> think about this secretly right uh, uh, that just so happens to leak out mm-hmm. okay do you know the pop for Eddie Kingston when that Mad King music hits? It's going to be incredible. I mean, it's all the time, but yeah, especially now. Now, think about this. You can go four weeks from yesterday. Mm. One, two, three, four, five weeks from yesterday. Mm. AEW will be where? Oh, at the Arthur Ashe oh, Stadium yes. in Flushing, New York. The slam of grandness. Exactly. Yes. And that arena do you know where Eddie will get one of the biggest pops in the world if you hear that music and see him walk down that ramp with a Yankee fitted, uh, uh, a, a white undershirt mm. and gold Tim's on his feet? You imagine 25,000 people just going insane for they will just insane. Or he comes back before that, and they have the match that was supposed to be at All Out in New York. For that, oh, I'm, I'm down for that. That that arena last year, and I, I will forever, as long as they have Grand Slam events there, I will go there every single time. Because there is there has not been yet, even for WrestleManias that I've been to both times at MetLife, there has never been a sound that I, I heard, physically heard, than that sound of the roar of the crowd in that arena. It just yeah. For some reason, the seating and the way that place is shaped makes it sound like you're in a coliseum of like a hundred thousand people it's just absolutely insane i really think it's because of the roof now that that never had a roof on it it probably is i think because of that roof it 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 has that echoing arena type of feeling and because there's twenty five thousand people there or whatever it just sounds like so much more too it just is so great I'm, i'm so looking forward to that uh yeah eddie done (laughs) <laughs> Eddie Dunn until hopefully Grand Slam, and then we can see him uh, as you called it. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk AEW right now, um, and, and WWE. 
there is this kind of weird vibe shift going on in wrestling, at least the way I feel. Um, and and it's weird to even say this because how many how many weeks, how many episodes have we gone on and said like, you know what, like AEW's, and it's still I'm not taking anything away from AEW. Uh, it's still a great product. Uh, the matches are really good. WWE under the dictatorship of this old guy who's incredibly out of touch and has been out of touch for the last 20 years. Uh, it's really going nowhere. It's bottoming out, and the storylines are absolutely horrible. Uh, you did what you could do with the best. Hello, you could do. You did what you could do with the best that you had during COVID. Well, you came up with Thunderdome, which was great. You know, for again for what it was. But again, even with all those things, storylines were horrendous. We saw the same matches over and over again. Uh, if I saw Bobby Lashley and uh, the Hurt Business for a fourth time a night, then you know I'm like, what the hell are we doing? We have 50 other people backstage, but we have to see these guys again. It was just very repetitive, and it was just awful. And we, I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Uh, I'm going to now say something that I thought I would never say. Uh, I am enjoying WWE now more than AEW. And... It's because of Triple H, uh, but it's not that it doesn't have its problems. It still has its issues, but at the same time, it has become a great thing to watch. And I now look forward to Monday and Fridays, um, and especially this past Monday, which was absolutely insane with the matches that that came up, uh, came down. Uh, I mean, it's, let's go really quickly here. Uh, uh, in Toronto, you had the return of uh, Trish Stratus. Um, you had uh, the women's match with the the uh, Asuka and, and Alexa Bliss versus Sky and uh, and Dakota Kai. Uh, that was really good. Uh, Finn Balor and Dolph Ziggler. It's uh, Finn Balor. Heel Finn Balor is great. I I love the fact that Dolph Ziggler just smacked the shit out of Finn Balor. <laughs> it just looked like he he shot his dog. Um, <laughs> the whole thing. Um, there's only really one downside to this whole night. I'll get to it. Uh, Kevin Owens and Chad Gable. Give props to Chad Gable, man. I I think he's give him a, a IC or US belt at some point because that match was absolutely insane. And Kevin Owens at some point, either by the end of this year or, or early, early next year, I don't know if he'll be the one to or who will be the one to take it off of Reigns, but he should be a champion at some point. I don't think anybody should take it off of Reigns until Cody. Oh yeah, okay. Cody has beaten Seth three times. And with a bum titty. <laughs> and Roman has never beaten Seth. It's always bad with to have a bum, t- a bum titty. Right. Uh, I will say, okay, so the the downside, if, if any downside for this week's Raw, excuse me, uh, Bailey versus Aaliyah. And Aaliyah, as much as I love her and love Bailey, and God, Bailey now just looks like a totally different person uh, in a good way. But this match was kind of, Aaliyah is still very green. And it, it, Bailey did what she could do as a future Hall of Famer to run this uh, this match through, and it was just kind of like there was no miss po- points of the match here or there. Um, anyway, uh, there, there's that. I need uh, to point one thing out, please. Now, now that you talked about Bailey, um, Trish Stratus, by God, oh, she still got it. She still got it. <laughs> She still got it. She still got it. Yeah. Uh, Seven-year-old me was watching Monday Night Raw going, 
Wow. wow. I still love you. <laughs> I, still, I still love you. I still absolutely love you. Uh, Miz and Champa versus Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles. That this entire match ending in a DQ. Um, by the way, again, all these matches that they've had in the last couple of weeks, weeks under the uh, Trip H era uh, have been amazing just because you've given them time. Even the women, just give them time to wrestle. The the, the opening match with the, the tag team uh, with the women there, that was like a 10, 15 minute match. Good. Yeah. Go, go, match, fight, go. We, I, I'm in, thoroughly enjoying it. I will say, though, even though this went this entire way to only end in a DQ, I did like the 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 way this went out because now you just you just basically had a kidnapping and in wrestling it's like yes we can have a kidnapping and be happy about it. Dexter Loomis just took out the Miz and just took him into the abyss and that was it. Um, I am so happy about that <laughs> just because of Dexter Loomis. Yeah, yeah. But also, and if you think about it, something similar was donned was done in Dynamite. Which was? Kip Sabian. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. After all, that that's a payoff, too. God, Lord, I, I thought that he would never see the light of day again. Uh, standing by the uh, arena uh, escalators. Now <laughs> I'm starting the- to think if that was even him. <laughs> it might not have been. He's just, show, he's just having someone show face that looks exactly like him. Yeah. Body-wise. Uh, the surprise of the night, hearing Rebel Heart. And so Johnny Gargano's back. Triple H, so, man, it's just like going, like you know what? You want to come back? <laughs> you come back. You want to come back? It, it's me. Come on, really. And my same. I had the same reaction to Johnny Gargano's music as I did to Bailey's. It was so strange. I go, hang on a sec. I recognize that music. And then I see the big uh, smile. Well, and then the face and on the board. And- not even that. I didn't even see that at first. The first thing I saw was Gargano, and I was like. No shit. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Bailey. I go, you hear that? Mm-hmm. And I go, <laughs> hang on. Uh-huh. It sounds similar to Judgment Day. I know it's not. It does. It also sounds similar to The Rock, but yeah. And then Bailey. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, fuck. Hunter's really doing it. Yeah. He's going for it. He's going for it. Yeah, man. Uh, Gargano was back. And, and uh, I didn't think I would see him. Wrestle again. He had his kid, uh, which he uh, made mention of several times. Uh, the crowd popped hard for Johnny Gargano. He, much like everybody else that's coming from NXT, has to explain his his uh, his uh, resume, uh, which is impressive as hell. And the fact that he, he was interrupted by who he was interrupted by was perfect. There, there's only one other person that he could have been interrupted by and that that's would have made it better. Uh, and that's it. Who? Champa. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. But they you know had, I mean, if you saw the pictures backstage, the two of them took photos and that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Gargano and Champa taking pictures backstage. But yeah, Theory uh, and, and the way <laughs> reuniting. And I did like that Theory. Theory I really like Theory. <laughs> I know everybody gets the hate and he's not getting as pushed as much because you know, McMahon's not there anymore. But uh, this whole this whole premise of the two of them coming face to face and saying that you know now i'm the veteran and you can take my briefcase and and carry it great love it do you think johnny gargano is in any way shape or form in cahoots with dexter loomis still (laughs) that'd be great 
bring that. Stuff. Who did Dexter Loomis take out of that match? Take out the Miz. Okay. Yeah. Who's the Miz's partner? Champa. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> the conspiracy theory start. Hmm. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Tin foil hat club. <laughs> Gotta get my hat. Uh. Yeah. Super kick theory in the face, and that was great. It was great. At that, that whole the whole segment was great, just because. I'm hyped that theory made mention to the way. Yeah, and they were it about to do it too. Hit me. Yeah, hit me. He's <laughs> about to do it, and then just get slapped in the face by a foot. Uh, I th- yeah, the whole segment was great. Um, so I'm glad. So so happy. Popped hard when I I saw him come back. Uh, and then the main event, Edge and and Damian Priest. I love this match too, man. I I, I forty eight, man. He's forty eight years old. Uh, I, I is it is it a requirement that in order to do a Canadian destroyer, you have to be older than forty five? <laughs> I mean, because I don't see anybody else doing the it. one he did was great. It wasn't like, a, like, a, no, no offense to your boy, but it wasn't a Pat McAfee destroyer. It was, it was an actual Canadian. That destroyer. was not a Canadian destroyer. Whatever the I hell told it was. you, that was a code red. It's, it's close enough. It was, and it, it was like half code red. It was, a, it was like a code pink. All right, it was like half right, on his back. Out. Do you, do you consider the move that Darby Allen does also a Canadian destroyer? I consider a Canadian destroyer when they jump, like when you, when they land on the lower part of their back and then do the flip. That's a Canadian destroyer. No, no, no. What are you talking about? Canadian destroyer is when you have them firmly placed in between. You, their head is in between your legs, and then you rotate. You grab onto them, and then you rotate. Okay. A code red is when, for lack of a better term, you are straddling their back, and then you hook their, your feet around their arms, and then plant them in the ground. It's... It's a, I think it, I it's described a, that rather well. You did, you did. I'll, I'll give you credit for that. And it's, but it's a, it's a very close cousin. <laughs> like I mean, it's the yes. move. Yes, it's, absolutely. It's it's very close. All right, fair enough. Uh, so for the Canadian destroyer that the Canadian Edge performed, uh, was really good. Uh, they showed a, Finn. If you look on Finn Balor's Instagram, he has like a, a video of someone in the in the crowd running having him run through the the crowd going into the ring and doing his uh, coup de gras on edge and play, the looney play, tunes the looney music tunes music is, is playing. Uh, <laughs> that was great just so weird that was with looney tunes uh but yeah then the main that the main event was great and then how it ended was was great because it seems like it's i mean this we're just setting up for a tag team with finn balor and and rhea ripley against edge and beth phoenix are we yes i i would i would venture to say so because she came out and, and saved his ass I saw a face swap recently that I cannot unsee, and I really want it to happen now. Which is? Uh, so, Eddie Guerrero's face was replaced with Dominic's, and it looked spot on. <laughs> Mullet and everything. You know. Time out. I'm not done. More and more, I feel like he's he's definitely Eddie's son. Go ahead. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, then China's face. Oh, God was face swapped with Rhea's and I go oh, wow I mean I can't unsee that now either <laughs> uh, wow that's perfect mm. you should just put that romantic storyline together Finn and that'd the... be great no Dom and Rhea oh Dom and Rhea well when, yeah. Dom, when Dom inevitably goes to Judgment Day then yeah that'll happen yeah absolutely he, he's, he's definitely going over uh, so Rob just it was absolutely great and I texted you also was like you gotta watch because it was absolutely insane how good it was and no 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 you texted me are you all caught up and i go yeah. well do you include nxt 2.0 and no. you go Haha, no <laughs> no no then i go yeah i'm all caught up <laughs> it is absolutely great 
Uh, Speaking of which, time out really quick. Sure. NXT 2.0, I've been keeping up through the interwebs, as people would call them. Yes, everybody knows that. It's been getting up. Like, it's been pretty good. They're having the NXT UK came out. Yes. Yeah, UK is over. UK is over. UK came over, Mm -hmm. and now UK is done, which is why they're having these title unification matches uh, next week at Worlds Collide, happening on Sunday right before All Out. (laughs) which is perfect timing. I, I love it that they're so petty with that. There's um, 20 hours of wrestling coming up next week. Just be prepared, boys. 20 hours of wrestling. Call your significant other. Say, babe. Just send me my food. It's D-Day. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Just, just put it under the door. Just slide the food under the door. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of wrestling. Uh, was there any word, by the way, of really quickly, NXT UK folding? Was this the thing? Like for, there wasn't. I mean, it, it came out that there have been reports that uh, NXT UK has has folded. I believe WWE came out and say that they are just on hiatus. Okay, but um, because they are on hiatus, or from the ashes evolves the phoenix. <laughs> Some, I think <laughs> that's like how the that, thing goes. That's not how it goes at all. Right? Uh, what is the thing? Phoenix rises rises out of the ashes. There you go. All right. So from the ashes of NXT UK becomes NXT Europe. NXT Europe. Yes. Okay. Got it. Which has been NXT Europe is essentially the same thing. It's really the same thing. It just expanded. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. Because I hate to spoil it. The longest reigning NXT UK champion of all time is not technically from the United Kingdom. That is very true. He's from Austria. Gunter. Gunter. Actually, no. Gunter was not the longest reigning WWE UK (laughs) champion of all time. (laughs) Walter was. Walter was. Okay. By the way, so thank you very much for for pointing that out. That's the biggest casualty of Vince McMahon. I I, uh, uh, made a point of this last week, and I did not pay this off at all. I was watching uh, uh, Walter versus, uh, please remind me. Shinsuke? No, names in NXT. My f- uh, NXT. Ilya Dragunov. Thank you very much. I was watching the, their first match. <laughs> you, you tried to say it too. You like it? No, their first match. Yeah, their first match. That's it. <laughs> they watched their first match on on the network. Uh, just happened to be on. That is by far the the hardest match I've ever had to go through because Walter just chopped the ever loving shit out of him. To the point where his his chest was purple, I, I've never seen yeah. such a stiff match in my entire life. I'm I'm that's not hyperbole. Like this, the stiffest match I've ever watched in my life was that first one. It didn't help that Ilya is like a very white Russian. <laughs> he is incredibly mayonnaise. Yes, I think, I think he's Russian. Don't quote me on that. Um, but that, that was a really good match. I, I wanted to pay that off from last week. Anyway, uh, yeah, Tyler Bate, his appearance just on on two just kind of makes that clear that they're they're looking to. There is an NXT, in case anybody actually watched NXT 2.0 and wondered why Tyler Bate was showing up with the NXT UK Championship, because Mm -hmm. technically, I mean, I don't know if the episode aired yet, but technically the NXT UK Championship is vacant currently. Unless the episode did air, which it probably did. I'm not sure. And they had a, uh, (laughs) NXT UK had a tournament to crown their new champion because Ilya had to uh, relinquish the title due to injury, I believe. Yeah. So Tyler Bate won the title, which makes sense. It's the first. You know, he was the first. People forget he was the first ever WWE UK. Yes, UK champion. Yep. 
what was the other one? European Championship. That's, that's what it was. Yeah, that's that's different a totally, thing. totally different thing. <laughs> totally hey, we might get that back. Totally the different. NXT U, the NXT European Championship. Yeah. yeah, which have a totally different, like, gravitas too, because it actually means something as opposed to the European Championship in the '90s meant absolutely nothing. Like it was yeah, really man. just. It, it was just another. It was, it, it was the pointless. it was the WWE's version of the United States title. Such a pointless. Yeah, but it, right. Although now the U.S. title they give more credit to. Uh, anyway. So we talked about Eddie Kingston. Uh, we talked about Raw. Let's talk. Yeah, we'll do Dynamite last. Um, let's, let's talk about AEW here and, and WWE. Uh, so obviously we've seen, as we've talked about already, with wrestlers coming back, um, there's a reason why. We, we're not stupid. Uh, Triple H has always been diplomatic to Everybody, as far as for, trying at to, least, at very least, as far as bridging the gap between unhappy wrestlers and Vinny, and so now that he's the man in charge, he is. There is no gap anymore. There's no gap. So he is the gap. So now, uh, with reports backstage of everybody just being incredibly happy, wrestlers and and uh, cameramen and and producers coming to work now, wanting to come to work. As opposed to whatever toxic uh, environment they had before, uh, you can see pictures of like Triple H talking to cameramen. There's reports of of him getting input from from them regarding like getting the right angles for shots and like he 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 knows this because he was a wrestler and he knows who to play to as far as hard cam hard camera. But you know, as far as like getting to you know, shot one is to put, and when then shot two comes because there's a, a drop kick or like, don't don't forget this angle here. Like he he's apparently just been very intricate and very uh, hands on in getting all the details right, and it's it's starting to show. And so now there's that there's WWE and there's this positive thing happening over there where it's been really good for the last couple of weeks so from SummerSlam up until this point. Now, uh, I I have nothing bad to say as far as anything that's been going on from SummerSlam up until this point. AEW, on the other hand, apparently has a lot of turmoil going on, and the honeymoon phase is over, it seems. Yep. Uh, so, let's really quick right now. So, so Tony Khan apparently had a closed-door meeting uh, uh, this this week. Which, if you watch Dynamite, was referenced in the acclaimed. Yes. Uh, they, they, they mentioned that. They mentioned uh, student debt. <laughs> they mentioned... Uh, uh, the ass boys, which on, on a separate note, mm -hmm. I didn't exactly get the student debt one because I don't follow the news that much. So I don't know if that happened today. I have no idea. what It, it happened uh, yesterday, two days ago. Federal student loan forgiveness. OK. OK. There we go. Go on. Because uh, I still have some from fucking 10 years ago. That I hadn't paid <laughs> off. Plans to slash some student loan debt. It could help millions of borrowers. Uh, let's see. Perflex the high stakes immediate effect of Biden's executive order. It survives possible court challenges, alleviating some of the burden of debt for graduates who sometimes struggle to make payments or have a delay major life decisions like buying a home. Um, his decision to cancel $10,000 in debt for those making less than $125,000 a year. There you go. Enjoy that. Yes. Uh, okay. Anyway, moving on. So, uh, yes. <laughs> So he had a. I'm glad I didn't respond to those emails saying that I needed to start paying again. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy for you. 
Uh, mandatory I meeting. Kid, I'm kidding, I think. I just, I you should know. probably look into that. Mandatory meeting. It included uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, and Tony Schiavone. Uh, it was reported that AEW's chief legal officer reached out to WWE's Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon via, Mega? Uh, via an email. I'm sorry? Mega? That's her name? Mega? Right? Megan? No, Mega? M-E-G-H-A, I think. Their chief legal officer? I believe so. Okay. Um, they reached out via email regarding the contract tampering allegations. The allegations are that WWE is now reaching out to AEW talent and, and basically try to poach them. Um, so the difference being is that AEW got most of their wrestlers because their contracts expired as opposed to WWE allegedly, allegedly reaching out to talent in AEW, possibly either former or not former WWE talent and seeing if they want to come over. Yes. From what I've heard, from I, this just sparked something. I think I read something last night. Wasn't it that Stephanie and Triple H were were contacting wrestlers saying after their contract is up? It wasn't trying to like poach them right now. That's what I read. I I could be wrong on that. I'm sorry if if that's what I if that's how it if what I, if that's what I it sounded like I implied. I'm I'm sorry. That's not what I implied. I, what I might have meant. What I meant was. Is that yes? They are reaching out to wrestlers still in the contract, and then waiting out till their contracts expire. And there's there's a couple that have and that's contracts. contract tampering. I mean, is it like uh, is it like LeBron reaching out to uh, someone under contract saying, "Listen, when your contract expires, come on over." I am currently in a union. If I look for if I look for a job outside the union. And then eventually leave the union. Yeah, but that's you. I'm saying someone's I know actively looking for you is a difference. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, it's the morning. I'm sorry. They sent a legal letter to WWE about contract tampering. Apparently, there's been people going like, "Who's the person? Who's who's the mole?" Uh, multiple uh, people have been contacted by WWE. It's it's not like it's one person to pick a name. It's a few people. This is uh, 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 Dave Meltzer saying this. Um. Jericho, so take it how you will. Yes, take it how you will. Always with that, with Dave. Uh, Chris Jericho even alluded to the tampering. Uh, WWE is being more aggressive than ever uh, now that Triple H is in charge. Uh, so yeah, so so there's that. So that they had this they had this meeting here. Um, Tony Khan uh, addressing it. Let me see what's uh, if he had said anything. Yep, talk about legal tampering. Uh, send that out. Uh, so that was that was really it. So I it's. There, there's that as well as uh, your overall sense of I don't know. It, it the, the feeling backstage is is not one of of happiness right now in AEW. Not um, a big high morale uh, environment. It's not, and uh, a lot of people have have given kind of credit, or lack of a better term, credit to the downs the the down feeling of AEW to people like Joey Janela, like Sonny Kiss, like Dark Order, all these OG people that have been on AEW and have now just kind of faltered off. And you don't oh, see you don't see these guys. They're all backstage. There's nothing going on for them. Joey Janela's gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, 
would you? He's gone. Would you have and stayed? He's currently too? DDT champion in Japan, I believe. Would you have stayed too? I mean, he they gave him nothing uh, for for the guy who has all this talent. Really, yeah. This, this, he's he's making a bigger name for himself on the Indies, than which he is AEW. which is better off for him. But his main storyline was him and Sonny Kiss, uh, you know, gallivanting in a car, and then all of a sudden having uh, a feud. And then that was really after he left. That was really the last you heard of Sonny Kiss until he, uh, if you watched Dark, that was really the only <laughs> the only place you could see him until um, until he got until Sonny went to the uh, Trustbusters. The Trustbusters, <laughs> god awful name. Uh, yeah. So that there's there's that. I don't mind the name for me, honestly. The Trustbusters. Yeah, I'm I'm not too. Explain explain your what what is a Trustbuster? I don't know. I bust your trust. I guess they're so heels. You can't, can't, uh, can't. I guess I'm I'm likening it to uh, uh, the Brain Busters. <laughs> okay, so Arn, Arn Anderson and Tully. I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mind that name. Okay, the Brain Busters. I go okay. I mean, the Four Horsemen sound way better. Mm-hmm. The Brain Busters. I was like, all right. And what was their move? Brain Buster. Brain Buster. <laughs> so <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. So is, is their finishing move the Trust Buster? Maybe it is, and maybe it's just a fucking uh, 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 tag team brain buster. Both of them at one time. <laughs> uh, so there's that. There's uh, also the feeling backstage that uh, nobody seems to like CM Punk. <laughs> and CM Punk seems to be the center of a lot of hate. And uh, it's stemming from uh, the, the promo that he cut on... Uh, uh, Hangman last week, uh, the the promo that he had unscripted with, part of the pro. Well, I mean, I guess all of AEW is unscripted, but an, um, an un air quote necessary part of the promo, uh, an unknowing part of the, the promo. Like they, I think Tony yes. no, knew that he was going to go down that road. Um, and according, he, CM Punk went into business for himself. He did on that moment, um, and then Moxley coming in, and and according to uh, oh shit, use your words. The guy. Come on. Uh, Come on. Use your words. He has Describe pod- him. He has a podcast. He. Uh, nobody likes Chris him. Jericho. No, nobody likes him. Glasses. Tennis racket. John McEnroe. Yes. John McEnroe. That's that's exactly Jim Cornette. Thank you. Uh- <laughs> I swear to God, I would not have got that until you said tennis racket. That's very 80s. Very 80s reference. Uh, he said that Moxie ruined the promo because he just wanted CM Punk to uh, to go off. I think and continue going. I off. do, I do kind of kind of agree with that. I, that, that, I, that whole promo bit last week mm. and everything about the show last week. I, I know we didn't have an episode last week, but everything about the show last week was just. But we did. Weird. Did have a show last week? No, we didn't. We did. We had it before. Uh, before Dynamite. You sure? Yeah. All right. Okay. It's the morning. I'm sorry. Thanks for being with me. That uh, might be the name of the show. It's the morning. It's the morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the morning. Uh, yeah, we we had talked about we talked about what was happening uh, that night. We had also said, uh, speaking of Trustbusters, uh, the little guy for Trustbusters. I got to all over. Speaking of speaking of morning, I'm sorry. Um, who's who's the little man that looks like a like a wannabe bit of Slim J. Slim J. That give that kid some sort of uh uh She just called him Slim Ice. He looks like a mini vanilla ice. He does. <laughs> whatever uh whatever lower end belt they have, uh You know what he looks Slim like? This is a pull. You ever see Malibu's most wanted? Yes. <laughs> he looks like Jamie K. He looks Jamie like B Rad from Boo. Jamie Kennedy. 
Nice pull. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. Uh, so, yeah, so CM Punk apparently is not liked. Uh, uh, Dax Harwood is constantly joking around with him as far as, like, him being a bully backstage. And, uh, you know, um, uh, he basically he also went on to say, Punk did, that the promo that he cut on Adam Page was just sell tickets. Yay or nay. To what? Exactly. <laughs> You're in West Virginia. He's from West Virginia. Yeah. What are you trying to sell tickets to? He wasn't even there. <laughs> I know. I know. He was home on the holler. That's a very that's a very specific mean? reference. What does that even mean? A holler is a uh like like a mountainous valley where just like one person owns that valley. Well. A small valley. Dropping knowledge. Yeah. Boom! It's the morning. It's the it's the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping knowledge in the morning. So all that to say is that we get to last night, where they pushed this match, this champion versus champion match, from all out to Wednesday night dynamite. Why? Because John Moxley put uh, uh, pitched it to Tony Khan, and if they were going to have this match. And it was legit going to go down the way it went down. I think Moxley would have come out of there looking pretty bad. In Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. That's what I said last week. Yeah. I go, there's a reason they have to be switching it. Now that you mention it, I do remember having a show last week. Welcome so, back. yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I did mention that because they switched it mm. to a, a place that it might not have been Moxley's hometown. But it, it's at least neutral. So it's neutral. Mm. Where were they? Were they in Ohio or was that raw? Cleveland, no, Ohio, Canada. Oh, they were in Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Damn! And Johnny Gargano came out on Raw. I mean, they, Damn, they said a it, shot. Said it several times. You had uh, Max Caster. That's a shot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's I I I agree with the way they did it. I also agree with the with why it wasn't the main event. I agree. Yeah. Well, in hindsight, I do now. I, the the yeah. way it ended, I that would not have been a good end for a dynamite. No. The way it ended, the way the way it ended was was well and good. And uh, if that's how they're gonna play it, as far as him relinquishing the title and Punk losing in the way that he did, the fashion that he did, because he got squashed to shit. Oh my god. I read report, reports on some dirt sheets that says that Moxley versus Punk is still the planned main event of All Out. Yeah. That will not be good. Not if he. Well, it would be. It would be. It, if, would, if he it wins. wouldn't be a good thing. It I'm not be, saying it will not be good. It'll be it good for be Punk if he wins. <laughs> yeah, but that's the only way it would be good, right? And honestly, even if Punk wins, it, it's. I guess the the famous Vince McMahon quote comes back again. People only remember um, the, finish. the finish. If Punk wins in Chicago, you hear that pop. <laughs> yep. Everybody forgets what the match is going to be like. Yep. I don't think. CM Punk versus John Moxley with the math with the match that they just had mm. could do better like more time he got squashed as shit like I said he got squashed that's the what match, I'm saying the match Punk lasted all two minutes 
Punk's not an Iron Man wrestler. He's not. <laughs> He's not. And I love Punk. I really do. And and I he, do too. But he just looked awful in this match. And and the the ex, the excuse with the with the ankle. If that's where they were they were gonna go with it, then okay, whatever. But I mean, he, I I was, <laughs> I was smoking while looking down at my couch eating whatever, and naturally, naturally, and hearing just happened to look up and see Moxley at the two count. And then it went to three. I'm like, holy shit. I had to rewind to go back because it, it happened so quickly that the entire arena was just like in shock. They, the, the cameraman, to their credit, panned to everybody. It was like, holy shit. Like the faces, it was almost like a you know Brock Lesnar Undertaker. <laughs> like everybody was, it was in shock how quickly that match was. That match yeah. went. And so it, it's, it, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree that everything that you've said with, with Punk as far as in Chicago it negates everything that happened with this match. If you're talking and and then having a promo with Moxley in the second hour talking about this is his era now. Like you kill all that. You kill all of it. Th- that match at, at All Out should not even happen. There should be a, a completely different. Do the trios match as the main event. I don't care. It just this this match here should not happen. Can I be perfectly honest with you? Do you know what match should happen for CM Punk at All Out? To me, there's only one match that would make everybody going into it and out of it looking okay if you do it correctly Hmm. you have to pin him against someone who is also from chicago okay you need to pin him against someone who he has long-standing beef with Mm -hmm. i know it's not going to happen but CM Punk versus Colt Cabana in Chicago oh, okay. would be fucking crazy. It would be. Because the pop for the two of them would, mm-hmm. would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, CM Punk more, obviously. Yeah. The fact that you get CM Punk versus Colt Cabana in Chicago. Is he still with AEW? Speaking of wrestlers that Tony Khan just wants to collect like a, like a Thanos and just put him on the shelf? Is he still? He is, but he's doing a comedy run right now, I oh, think. Geez. Okay. Yeah. I see him post a lot of uh, pictures and com- uh, yeah, like videos and comedy clubs. Sounds like it's going well. Um, yeah, I, I listen. I, I'm I'm down for that. I'm down for uh, uh, Cabana versus CM Punk. But you got to build that though. It's like, oh, when is all out? All out is in like two weeks, isn't it? Uh, it's not. Yeah, this one <laughs> next week. Next week is the next this Sunday is the twenty eighth. Next Sunday is the fourth. Right, so it's, it's in two Sundays. It's two Sundays from now. So, I mean, I'd, I'd love to have that match, but you, gotta you have, have one week. You got to give him more time. You do have to give him more time. Absolutely. I mean, especially or, that- or imagine an open challenge. CM Punk issues Chicago a Chicago street fight open okay. challenge. All right, then there you go. All right, then that's the only way to do it. Then right, and then you hear boom, boom. The pop for that. The pop for that would be nuts. hard. Yeah, but I, I would, I would love to be able to say like. You know this, these two, especially with the their background, to build that up would be would be great. Anyway, um, try to see what else I I had here. But I, by the way, Penelope Ford as an OnlyFans now, holy shit! Uh, does she? Yeah, she did you pay it. the twenty bucks? I did not. No, it's, it's, please. Uh, Telegram has a has a free channel where they just post nothing but wrestling OnlyFans. Shout out! It's it's amazing. Um, just found just found a couple of Noah Foley's. <laughs> So, so far, uh, let's see here. So the card for set all out. If the oof, 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 oof. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the card for all out. Card for all out <laughs> is as follows: uh, September fourth, yes, in 
Uh, now Arena in Illinois. We have... Ba, 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 boom, boom, boom. Uh, Karashita versus Britt Baker what? versus Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter for the... Oh, we never mentioned that. Interim... God, I hate that. Women's World Championship because Thunder Rosa relinquished. Are you reading that from the AEW website? I am not. Okay. I... I Granted, I saw this on Ringside News. It said that Thunder Rosa relinquishes the title. Yeah, which she did. But she also said interim title. So how do you relinquish the title and there's also an interim title being built? I don't know where. Wait, See, but this that's, is why. But that's CM Punk did the same thing. Wait, whoa, whoa, CM Punk did the same thing. That's why John Moxley was interim champion. But he didn't relinquish the title. Yeah, he did. He no, had- he didn't. He came out and said, uh, I am not giving up this belt. Like, uh, essentially, he's like, I'm not giving up this belt. When I am healthy, I will come back and I will defend this oh, belt. However, Lord. there's going to be a tournament for an interim champion. Same deal. <laughs> I had this thought last night watching watching uh, Dynamite. Mm. The good thing about having a baby face that, that uh, uh, English would be the second language for mm. is that you can get away with mistakes like that. <laughs> that is very specific. Okay. All right. You can 100% get away with mistakes like that. Uh-huh. I want to give up this title, but we are going to crown a interim <laughs> AEW <laughs> women's champion. The accent got worse and worse. <laughs> it's, it's just slowly progressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavier and heavier Mexican. Um, yeah, so it, by the way, she was, it was reports that she was supposed to drop it anyway. To Tony Storm. To Tony Storm, I know. Is that? Fuck. Is that, she better fucking win it still. God. She ha- I think that's why they're putting Britt and Jamie in there. Because mm. Britt and Jamie are going to go after each other. Right. And then Hikaru is also going to go after Britt and Jamie. Hikaru looked amazing. Last and then time. Tony's going to steal it at the end. Yeah. Oh. Clip this. Clip. You got to clip this. Mm-hmm. So two weeks from now, when we air the show, we're going to start with that. Two weeks. All right. It's the time before. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yes. Brit- Tony Storm <laughs> steals it. It's what, as you said, he, she will steal the belt. Yes. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, Very loose definition of the word steal in that situation. Gotcha. World Trios Tag Team, uh, that's to be determined. Uh, the World Tag Team Championship, Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed. I'm down for that. Uh, we have a trios match with FTR and Wardlow versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. That was made yesterday. I was made yesterday. to see that. Yeah. Uh, the M- MC MIG. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's that's how you call that. Um. And and they were, I mean, speaking of the uh, callback from last week when we talked about, uh, when we talked about Impact, um, <laughs> Motor City Machine Guns are OG Impact. Like, they were they were there yeah. for all that. <laughs> all that. Motor, Motor City Machine Guns were OG Impact. They had a fucking feud with the OG Young Bucks. Like, the, the, the just getting on their feet Young yeah. Bucks and Impact. Mm. Way back. Way back. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. Uh, I love that. I said why. I love Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Uh, Black Chris's. Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Starks against Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, the Casino Ladder Match. Ricky Ricky Starks promo this past, this, uh, yesterday on Dynamite was wild. He was wild. Yeah. Starts to cry and everything. I'm like, God damn. He, <laughs> get, get involved. Uh, they're in Buffalo. In, in the next couple of weeks, and he's going to get a huge pop for that. Um, Ricky Starks? Oh, Ricky Starks, I'm sorry. Uh, 
Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia. Who, by the way, yeah. we it's, uh, opened the night uh, uh, against uh, talking to Jericho and that that whole thing, um, which is what stemmed the Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. But yeah, when Daniel, Daniel Garcia, I'm sorry, when Daniel Garcia gets the Buffalo, uh, he will get a huge pop. Yes, um, that and the butcher and the blade and the butcher and the blade. <laughs> Speaking of on the shelf. Uh, that's true. It's, uh, eh, not really. Not as much as the other ones. Not as much as the other ones, but they're still they're still jobbers. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. They should have a, for that night. They should have Jericho versus Garcia. Like that. That should be where they have that. Yes. That, that payoff. Aren't they also in Albany? I, I don't know. They're doing a whole New York run right before they go to to uh, Flushing. Lord, 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 Lord. Uh, let's see what else was uh, on Dynamite because that's this is really all I got. I just wanted to talk about uh, the state of of AEW and how it seems like one side's down, the other's up. It it, it doesn't seem like it's ever a time when it's both are doing either really good or really bad. It's just like one is really good, the other's really bad, and then vice versa. Like it, it just swaps out. Uh, yeah, I can't really remember a time. Uh, they both were doing really bad when COVID hit. <laughs> but it seems I mean, like AEW seems like AEW kind of pushed it because of AEW had the luxury and the luck to be in Florida, where the rules are a little more lax. So they were able to have, if not no no fans, at least wrestlers around the arena first when they did all that stuff, and it still felt like there was someone in the arena as opposed to when they were in the PC and. Yeah, uh, WWE had that, that, that. We were talking about the fan. <laughs> someone, someone should never jump got on the fan. A chance to get into the Thunderdome. Yeah, you missed out. It was fun. It, I wasn't, can it wasn't really. Bring back now. No, no, please don't. It was horrible. No. They having a producer like speak to you on, on on camera, like, all right, everybody, shout out now. Like, it was just very weird. Uh, Dax Howard and, and Jay Lethal. Uh, I thought Jay Lethal's chest would cave in the amount of chops <laughs> that, that he endured from Dax and pulling off the win. I thought that was that was great for him. I thought Jay Lethal was about to pull off his pants. Dax's oh, yeah, pants. Dax. <laughs> Let's see some Dax ass. Uh, yeah. Yeah. but uh, yeah. It, it makes sense. Jay Lethal should have gotten that way. Jay Lethal had to get that just because, yeah. not that he doesn't deserve it, just because Dax is way over anyway, and it helps Jay Lethal uh, get over with this crowd. And Jay Lethal was one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Yeah. Uh, so was Dax. Uh, Thunder Rosa <laughs> relinquishing her title. Um, although she didn't say that, she said, "I'm heartbroken. I have to step down as the champion. I'm no longer able to defend because of injury." She didn't say relinquish. She said, "Step down." I heard relinquish at some point. I am heartbroken. I have to step down as the champion. This is a quote. I'm no longer able to defend because of injury. On September 4th at All Out, there will be an interim champion, Tony Storm. I hope your dreams come true and you become the interim women's champion. But I will be back. No relinquish. So it's it's Tony Storm's winning. Yeah, she should not have said that. I don't think she should have said the whole bit about Tony Storm. Okay. Even if they are, even if they are boys. <laughs> the boys. Uh, Billy Gunn, first time in AEW history. Uh, father, son. Billy Gunn taking on Colton Gunn. Uh, it's a good match. And scissor, I didn't mind it. Scissor me, daddy. Uh, I was a sign. This kid is a kid holding a sign that says scissor me, daddy. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? I, I love Did it. Did you but, see the whole cutout scissors? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just going in and out. They're just holding them and just pushing them in, into each other. They they have a whole thing there, man. Like whatever they they that's like the new yes chant. <laughs> just like everybody, you have kids like five year old kids just doing the scissor me. Like, do you know what that means? No, no. Okay, all right. It, that's like uh, so funny. Yeah, it's like the DX chop. Yeah, 
and it's suck it. I've gotten suck in it. trouble What'd at school say? many a time for doing a DX job I've, going, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Not no. I was probably what, six? Suck it. Six, seven, kindergarten? Yeah. Going, suck it. <laughs> and they're going, you can't. What? What is that? Now kids are going to, to probably two other they have other adults. That's the that's the fucked up <laughs> thing. They have to go to other people and yeah. say, scissor yeah. me, daddy yeah, ass. <laughs> <laughs> Every word gets progressively better. <laughs> Scissor me, daddy ass. Scissor me, daddy ass. That whole angle is just amazing. Uh, Britt Baker defeating uh, Kylan King. It's TV 14, so let's just point it out one thing. If mm-hmm. they're doing that, it's on the parents. <laughs> it is. It is your responsibility to know what your kids are watching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or at least know how to censor them properly. There you go. You can't say that anywhere else. You, you could say that at home. I give you once a month. You can say that at home. Once a month. Other than that, nowhere else they ever. Have, they have it every week on Dynamite. I, I was the only once a month. That, he's gonna that say was, like that's hilarious. He's gonna say it four times a month. <laughs> he's gonna say it to his boys over the phone. Yeah, right. scissor me, scissor me, daughter. The unification match we talked about with CM Punk and John Moxley. Um, again, complete squash. Absolutely, just insane. He got, and Jim, Jim Ross. He got his. They ass do have kicked. to run that back eventually whenever CM Punk comes back. Yes. From injury. Jim Ross saying he got his ass kicked, and Jim Ross on the entire uh, broadcast this week. It's uh, very good. I very thought good. they were going to kick off. I when I saw Jim Ross on the broadcast, I thought they were going to kick off the show with with Moxley Punk. With Moxley Punk, which they I mean they could have done that then too, but uh, they yeah, I don't know why they, they did it. Well, they did it strategically at the end of the first hour to get the the ratings to go into the second hour this is this is wrestling 101 you got to you have to put yeah, the big matches yeah, yeah. To, to cross over and then you get the promos also at that time too uh ricky starks we talked about moxley backstage and then let's see what else here um uh and then the, the main event which was one of the best matches i've seen this year uh and it's really just because i went so long it, it, it was good <laughs> I, I was down for all of it uh, Will Ospreay is just absolutely insane, and uh, we, we talk. Death Triangle is is great uh, in and of itself, but but Will Ospreay is is like a, a totally different beast. He reminded me of Kenny Omega, but he's like on a different. I don't know. He's got like a different thing going on with with him as far as like his athleticism and just how he he moves. Like he, they're both white men wrestling a Japanese style of wrestling. Absolutely, and Ray Phoenix. Doing That's what that, it is. Hurricane Rana on the top rope, and then him landing on his feet. And then and then getting spiked <laughs> with a DDT uh, uh, was probably the highlight the, of my entire. I, I rewound that maybe five or six different times. The one thing I remember, the, like the biggest part of it, in, in my head, I go, "Oof, that was crazy!" Because if he he almost at the beginning, Will Osprey, I believe, went for a like a backflip, like uh, an assist. Uh, Ray Phoenix assisted Will Osprey in backflipping, mm-hmm. I guess, as a move or something. I forgot exactly what it was, but it was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then you just see Will Ospreay land on both of his feet and kind of take a step back a little bit. I'll go, oh, shit, he mm-hmm. almost over-rotated almost on that. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was twisting so fast, he yeah. almost over-rotated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Playing on his face. Yeah, Will Ospreay in the Aussie Oz- Open. Aussie <laughs> Open. Oz- there open. we go. Um, and then, yeah, and then the the technically the return, even though he's been there every single week, of Kip Sabian. About time. Also, keep him far away from Miro. Mm. Far away. I don't want to ever see them together again at, at, at any point, mm. unless they're face to face in the ring, fighting each other. Well, they might, ha- might not get that chance because Miro might be back in WWE. 
Anyway, with uh, his hot flexible with wife, hot flexible wife that bring that whole thing back, bring bring back the tank when he debuts in WWE inevitably because he will have him just come in in the tank, do a an Austin thing where the he comes out from the crowd and he's in a tank and he's having sex with his wife, his hot flexible wife inside the tank, and then they come out and she's got like she's putting her bra back on. Uh, TV fourteen, everybody, that is yeah, it. mix Edge with the tank from WrestleMania. There you go. Edge and Lita tank from WrestleMania. There you go. We have a we have placed a camera inside this tank <laughs> for security purposes. Let's, but they do not know that. Let's go inside. Oh, hello. Let's, let's go inside. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. I, I did not expect that at all. That is it, everybody. We have gone through pretty much exactly what I wanted to talk about. Uh, the shift is happening in wrestling, and we are part of it. Uh, get on board. Enjoy the ride because I I'm all for it. Uh, I'm all for seeing AEW scrambling to uh to preserve itself, which will make it better. Hopefully, I'm all for WWE and what they're doing now because it's absolutely insane. And uh, yeah, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan because it's because the products are good again. Yes, they are. I am so happy. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we head on out? I don't believe so. Hit it I can't wait to see Eddie Kingston in uh, Flushing. That's going to be great. That should be great. Or like Yonka's own. Bio. Hit it and get to the point and then get out. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is done. Guys, thank you so very much. Hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show. Uh, tell your friends. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. My name is Chris Mindell. That guy over there in the blanket, the red and black blanket fleece blanket is joe black sir bye have a good weekend the sons of slam podcast 